Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ho, 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 ladies and germs, and welcome, welcome, welcome to a chill, a taunt, butterball. <laughs> Uh, I'm your ho ho host. Do I ever say? Do I say host? You've never said that before. Do I just say I'm Johnny? Yeah, you do. I'm Johnny, <laughs> and I'm your ho ho host, Spencer. And here on, uh, I definitely say host. Do yeah, probably yeah, yeah. here on Dilettante Chillatant Butterball. Uh-huh. We go oh oh on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, we we well. We click on a very specific Christmas article <laughs> this time. And we talk about it. Yes, very good. It's uh, the week of Christmas. Yeah, wh- when is Christmas from this episode? Do we know? Do I know? Um, Christmas is five Ooh, days from five now. Five days from now. And we're, this comes out smack dab between Spider-Man and the Matrix. Wow. Okay, so a little pit stop. Get your bearings. Yeah. Get ready. Man. That's what's really unfortunate. Do you think they're going to bring Tobey Maguire back for this Matrix movie? <laughs> this Matrix movie does kind of feel a little like a multiverse thing. Yeah, it does. Right. Do you think that LeBron James will be in it? Were the Matrix people in the new Space Jam? Because they I don't. They know. must be I don't because. Know so the new Space Jam just had everything. Anything that was Warner Brothers. Okay. Which is the so, Matrix. So it was just Ready Player One, but with. Uh, more straight things. up yeah okay crazy i i'm pretty sure that matrix people were in it something matrix was in it yeah, wasn't clockwork orange guys in there clockwork the clockwork orange guys say uh dodge this me droogs <laughs> and voldemort um does a backwards yeah. uh backwards lean to to dodge to one dodge of their uh, big giant wiener statues <laughs> clockwork orange in the space jam movie uh, i mean they were right it, yeah it, i'm just saying we, lo- like we weird... love intellectual property it it's doesn't matter weird. it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't hey, matter it was really cool when uh you know fucking charles manson showed up in the space jam movie <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah you know the guys that like we own the movie rights to his life so <laughs> like we put him in there it's like these are not good guys they shouldn't be hanging out with children's cartoons well, do you think it's like the thing where where people like misread The Great Gatsby and are like, "This is this is good and cool, actually." How people live. So maybe if you read the book, because the book's inscrutable, if you're not paying attention, if you see the movie, you know they're bad guys. That's true. Yeah, the book's inscrutable unless you flip back to the the in the glossary I don't in think the back. Glossary. I think you have to figure it out, which I did. That sucks. Yeah. I think I, I started reading the book, went like maybe a third of the way through and then started over again. And then I had had enough understanding to, to get it. If if your book has a glossary <laughs> or a map, <laughs> a map for sure. Yeah. Good for you. Uh-huh. Absolute instant turnoff you for should me. Uh, never even think about reading House of Leaves. <laughs> you would. 
<laughs> that whole thing is nothing but in, indices and appendixes. And... The, that feels. Di- I have not read it. I probably never, you will, never will. But you I shouldn't. I you shouldn't. I like the idea of reading it, but that feels different because it's like. It's like an immersive experience. Yeah, sure. It's it's like experiential and not like, not like a not like oh my god laborious like okay yeah <sighs> okay real horror show what does horror show mean oh it means cool just say cool yeah yeah sure. yeah right um th- that re- that reminds me I'm sure I've talked about this before but there was this book that I loved as a kid mm-hmm. called regarding the fountain have I told you about no. this. It is a it is a story about a like third grade class who wants to like replace the drinking fountain in their school. Okay. But it is all told there's a word for like this type of storytelling, but it's the entire narrative is just revealed through letters and like memos. Oh, correspondence and, and okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's uh, it's such a fun, cool book. There are video games that do stuff like that. Um, there's a game called, I haven't played it yet, but I'm dying to, I think it's just called Unpacking. Have you heard of this? Yes. Where the whole game is just essentially you going through several different moves, you know, like moving mm-hmm. from apartment to house to whatever. And the story sort of revealing story kind of like being hinted at by what you're unpacking or things you have to put away. Like you unpack a photo and it's just you. And then the next place it's like you and someone else. And yeah. the next place it's you and someone else and like a kid. Yeah, that kind of idea. Yeah. Exactly. Right, right, right. Then it's you and just a kid. <laughs> right. And then it's just the kid. And then there's a guy really far back. And then the next time he's like a little, a little closer. closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Or even, even kind of what's that game? Uh, Gone Home is kind of like that. Did you ever play Gone Home? No. It's, it's, it, I think it's one of the games that kind of started the, the, the phrase walking simulator, which is kind of pejorative, mm. but you just are essentially exploring. You come up from college and your family's not home. And it's like this dark stormy night and, and it seems like scary, but it's not scary. It's really not a scary game. It is, is atmospheric. So it's you trying to figure out as a player, like where's my fucking family. Hmm. And so you like, go around and, it's, and I'll, it takes place like in this house. in like 1994. I made my family disappear. <laughs> yeah, right. So you just like walk around the house and you're like looking at VHS tapes, you know, that your dad taped that, have, you know, that he wrote like, you know, ET or whatever on them, which has nothing to do with the story, but it's just cool. Like your sister has like a corkboard in a room. She has like a Pulp Fiction ticket stub on it. Why? Which came out first, E.T. or Alf? Uh, E.T. would have been the end of the eighties, like eighty-eight. So then Alf was maybe first. When did Alf come out? I don't know what. In my head, it's the early eighties. Here, here's here's because they're both about creepy little aliens, and their their names are both. Like the acronym for what they are. Yeah. Sure. Which we also just watched Mac and me, which Mac is also an, oh, an acronym. Yeah. What's it stand for? Mysterious alien creature. <laughs> I love that. That's so it's funny. extremely good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just cause that makes sense. Cause it was like an ET ripoff and right, it's like, we right. get, but Alf and ET are both about aliens, but are otherwise pretty different. Yeah. They're pretty different. One's from the Green Planet. One's from Malmac. <laughs> one eats cats. One eats Reese's Pieces. Yeah, they're not the same. One has hair. One is bald. <laughs> yeah, one is bald, yeah. Which means he can grow a great beard, though. <laughs> uh, I was watching the trailer for... I was watching t- TV, and there was a commercial that came on for the new... the Steven Spielberg's remake of uh, West Side Story. Oh, yeah. And you know how they do this the thing in the beginning of trailers where they're like, 
there'll be quotes from people about the, and one of the quotes is like Steven Spielberg's best movie. And I'm like, was there like a dot, dot, dot that they cut off? Like Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. His best movie. We don't count the first 25 years of his, you know, film history. Well, not as good as Steven Spielberg's best movie, Jaws. <laughs> Steven Spielberg did Jaws, right? Yeah, okay. it, was, it was like his it best was, movie. It was his best movie. I mean, honestly, you could make the argument for that. I'll tell you what, I'm excited for West Side Story. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I give a shit. It's it's a good time. It's good songs. I think the movie's great. Sure, the original movie's great. Did you see? Um, I saw this this quote from I think Steven Spielberg. Uh, and then someone like tweeted about it, but the quote is, it's something like every shark boy and girl should be played by a Latinx actor. Yeah, I saw that. And, <laughs> and, and someone quoted it as if it was Robert Rodriguez from <laughs> Just... 2002. <laughs> I can't, I mean, you can't, I can't. Shark Boy only means one, it only means ex- one exactly yeah. one thing to me. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just say shark? Because like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, every every shark boy and every <laughs> shark girl, like their little shark heads down in their little shark. Would he say for... Jet Boy and Jet Girl? Well, that Where... sounds like we're talking about an inline skating video game. <laughs> <laughs> um, know. yeah, I don't know. Did you ever see Shark Boy and Lava Girl? No, I missed it. Me too. Yeah. I don't know if... Did, uh, did you see... Well, is Sharkboy and Lava Girl in the Spy Kids universe? I don't know. It has the same aesthetic, certainly. And the same... Robert Rodriguez directed... Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know what the, cor- what the correlation is. Hmm. I'd be interested to know. I think I just... Like, I saw the first one or two Spy Kid movies, and then by the time Sharkboy and Lava Girl came out, I think I well, we were it. We were probably, like, honestly in high school or close to it when... Yeah, maybe so. I, I definitely saw... I saw the... I saw the first Spy Kids in theaters, mm. which I think is probably pretty good because the, pretty the good. bad guys are Floops Fooglies, which is very funny to me. And it's Alan Cummings. Right, right. Cummings? Cumming? I'm not sure. How many of him are there? Mm. Um, And he's great. Yeah. And I do. I remember that came out around the same time as not Pokemon the first movie, but perhaps Pokemon the first movie too, which is what it was called. <laughs> And I remember just for going to the movie theater while the Pokemon movie was there, they gave me a Pokemon card. They gave you an Egyptian Mew. I wish. Really? It was, a, it was an Entei. Oh, I must be thinking of the first one. I got an Egyptian Mew from one of the first I ones. I never got one of those. Oh, and that... that Fuck, I bet it's worth a billion dollars. I've told, I've told this story before, but that was a card. I was in the mall with my dad, and we were at just some like hobby shop, and a kid was like, I want to sell this binder of Pokemon cards. And there was that ancient Mew in there, uh-huh. and my dad was like, "Hey, I'll I'll give you like you know whatever, fifty bucks for the binder, you know whatever whatever yeah, he yeah. said." But the store wound up giving him more. But I was like, "Fuck, man, man. would have been so cool to have that." I wonder if it is worth anything. I'm. I mean, with the way with the way Pokemon shit is now, it it must be. It's so weird because like I'm like, there's no way, and then it's like, yeah, you could have. Yeah. 200 bucks or whatever. I was like, what? Look, if people start getting back into Beanie Babies, I'm going to fucking lose it because... That would be amazing. You know so many people would be like, oh my God, like, I'm not destitute anymore. Uh, I fucked up so bad. What Beanie Baby right now do you think is worth the most? 
And it, this it, probably it, one that's worth a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't have to be a lot. It's probably probably some like re, like a reprint or not a reprint, a um a misprint, a misprint or like a different colorway or you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. like oh yeah, normally Izzy's blue, but this one's purple. Yeah, you know yeah. something like that. Um, or maybe like maybe there was like a, a small number that were printed with the wrong tags. Mm. You know, oh it's an Izzy, but they gave it a berry tag. I don't know any of the names. I remember like back in the day. There, it was like the the two that I remember most being like this one's worth a lot of money. Is there was an elephant named Peanut, okay, and there was like a light blue one, but the original one was royal blue. Okay. And it was like if you have a royal blue peanut, and then there was <laughs> you should see a doctor. There was a <laughs> there was a worm whose name was maybe Inch. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And Rainbow, I think Rainbow was a lizard. No, I'm sorry. Oh, I was wondering if it was Rainbow. It is. It is multicolored. Oh, like yeah. each section is a different color. But the original ones had like, um, like felt antennas, okay. and then the newer ones had yarn antennas or something like oh, that. And it was like if you have a felt antenna, that's the business. <laughs> and this was like while they were still making them. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. like it's not like this was like a 20 year old thing. It was like. Dude, you know what I just realized? Funko Pops are like the exact same thing as Beanie Babies. Is there a difference nope. in terms of... Well, what I mean is, why were people collecting Beanie Babies? Because they became valuable? Or did they become valuable because people decided they wanted to collect them? And then my question yeah. is, why do people collect Funko Pops? It has to be the second thing because there's no there's no value. There's no intrinsic value. It's there's not like they're filled animals. with gold. Right. Yes, yes, they're stuffed animals. The stuffed animals are all, you know, came from a, the same, you know line the cute little you know funko pop you know i think no one's expecting to sell their funko pop collection for a a cool mill right i know there were some rare ones or whatever you can get from you know comic cons i'm sure i i just drove through dunkin donuts the other day and they had a it was a dunkin donuts baskin robbins because i think they just all are now basically but whatever and they were selling a Ghostbusters Afterlife tie-in Funko Pop that was like, you know, the Ghostbusters logo ghost guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was that. I think it was that. Or it was like the Stay Puft sure. guy uh-huh. with like a spoon of ice cream. <laughs> okay. And I was like... Do you think about getting one? Well, I texted Rich and I was like, you want one of these? Because he's, he, a, he has, he's yeah. a Ghostbusters freak. Um, He said no. But... <laughs> he said I already got three. Like... I th- I feel like with Funko Pop, it's people are just collecting them because they're they're fun to them. It reminds me. I don't remember if I said this on the show or just something that I said to you or thought about, but how like basically TikTok has turned um, the Harlem Shake into money, like money or an algorithm or whatever. Yeah, right. Funko every, Pop every week or every couple of days, there's a new Funko Pop. Feels like that where it's like. Beanie Babies, at least in the beginning, happened organically. Right. And then Funko Pop just said, oh. Okay, cool. We so, can do that. Right, right, right. What are people into right now? Okay. Oh, they're into everything? Cool. We got this. Oh, you into Marvel? Here's here's 13 new Marvel guys. How, I just write basketball once and stuff, right? Like, oh, sure. How how many different do you... Th- okay, here we go. Yeah. Do you think there are more? Mm. And I don't, I don't mean individual units yeah, i yeah. mean types types okay. exactly do you think there are more beanie babies or more funko pops i don't know enough about beanie babies to to 
in my head, I'm immediately like Funko Pops. That, me too. But I don't, even though Beanie Babies have been around for like well, ten sure. times as long. But but that's the thing. It's like, are they still making new ones? Like they are. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Good for them. No, because Funko Pops, I feel like they're they're making like a hundred a week, like different. I, and it's just like what like. Here's here's ten new Marvel ones. Here's ten new Star Wars ones. Do you here's think ten new fucking? Do you think there's like a fucking a left shark Funko Pop? You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just stuff like that. Yeah. The damn Daniel Funko Pop. <laughs> he's he's wearing the 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 white Vans for sure. That would be kind of fun. Internet meme like collection. That's how they, that's all that's how they get you, man. They don't need you to buy every single fucking one. They just need you to be like into. Oh, I like I do like this. I'll buy these six. And then because if everyone buys six. Now, you know what I could get into? What? Garbage Pail Kids Funko Pops. Fuck. That is a billion dollar idea. Yeah, it is. Wow. That's perfect. Because it's like, boy, you like those cards? What if we made them into real, like, little dudes? Real, real stinky dudes. Man. And they, they really smell like shit, they too. They smell fucking bad, dude. <laughs> I'm talking, in the box, they smell bad. It leaks out. You have to put these in a freezer in your garage because they <laughs> fucking stink. God help you if you actually open the damn things. You get the cops caught on you. This is John Wayne Gacy's house. We're, what the fuck? We're here for a wellness check for a stink. <laughs> There's been a stink reported, ma'am. Um, yeah, I I have I do, I do own exactly one Funko Pop that I got at a white elephant. Oh, okay. What is it? It's a um, it's one of the like scarif. Uh, troopers from Scarif. It's where they tested the Death Star. <laughs> well, the se- it's I guess the the second time. The first time was Jeddah. Why were they? It's in. It's Death from. Star? It's from Rogue One. Sure, whatever, dude. So it's it's a so and that's that's the point though, right? This like tertiary like fucking because because uh, you could get a Scarif trooper, you could get a Death trooper, you could get a regular stormtrooper, sure, you could get a, right. a well a regular what is a regular stormtrooper? You get a New Hope stormtrooper, you could get a Return of the Jedi sure. stormtrooper, snow trooper, you could get a snow a trooper, trooper, right? Mm-hmm. And we haven't even got to the fucking characters. We're right. talking about the throwaway the the yeah. Well, Oh, what about this? Man, there's probably 50 different Ewoks. I'd be so so fucking good at making money if someone would just let me do it. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you know people also love the um the like mystery box stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, the booster pack sort of concept. You're talking about mystery box Funkos. Okay. You buy a clone, you pop the helmet off, who's inside? Is that Cody? No, it's Rex. Oh, you, shit. You, it's just it's just the clone. You pop the helmet off to see who it is. Is that, fi- is that fives? Who's in there? Is that Gregor? <laughs> no. Do they have? Do they have? They have different like faces. Like. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, it is. How many are there? Well, I mean, <laughs> two hundred fifty thousand with a million more on the way, my guy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's really no insight. How many like? Of the like, you know, the 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 what the bad batch or whatever. I, I you know, mean. Like, I would say conservatively. Yeah, like how many recognizable ones you, you might say? Easily 20, 25. Okay, so you, you can, and and that's you like can make some money. I could probably name twenty five off the top of my head right now, and I don't Not even, even trying. I don't even care about the clones. You know, like there sure. are people who are like, I love the clones. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not my. That's not what I'm into Star Wars for. You know right. what I mean? Okay, sure. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I know, because then like. You save so much money. It's like just print the same fucking thing over and over and over again. Paint it a little different. Yup. 
<laughs> uh, this one has a, a his green, his left eye is green. That's the difference on this one. <laughs> and then you could you could make like ex, you could make exclusive ones. You know, like, you could make like the Reebok exclusive. This is Kicks. He's a clone trooper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, dude, this is a good idea. We should get into NFTs. This is all <laughs> NFTs is, man. Yeah, just. Yeah, how do you get Funko Pops on the blockchain? Is what I want to know. <laughs> is there a way to do blockchain without ruining the world? No. That's stupid. I mean, maybe so, there is, but I so don't. So blockchain ha- is is intrinsically tied to to CPU stuff. Well, the blockchain is Ugh. fun. It's 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 fun. It's it's part of capitalism. Yeah. Therefore, it has to destroy the world. Oh, okay, cool. I got you, you know. Speaking of capitalism, do you want to get to the Santa Buddies article? Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> holy ho ho! Holy shit! <laughs> Fuck! Okay, I'm gonna speed read this because we know what's going on. You gotta. Do they make Funko Pops of all the buddies? Uh, yes, they okay. have to. Okay, good. <sighs> How fast do you think I can read this? Uh, it depends on if you remember what Shasta taught you or not. Shasta taught me the meaning of Christmas? I don't know. No. Oh, wait. Fuck. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> they remember what Shasta taught them. <laughs> fuck. Okay. It's not for us to know. Santa Buddies is a 2009 straight-to-DVD film. It's the fourth installment of the Air Buddy spinoff series as well as the ninth film in the Air Bud franchise. It was released on November 2nd, 2009. Tom Bosley's appearance in the film was his final role before his death. At the North Pole, Santa Claus, George Went and his dog Santa Paws, Tom Bosley, a gentle and loyal, all white Great Pyrenees. <laughs> go, go outside to examine the magical Christmas icicle, which is melting because nobody believes in Christmas anymore. If it continues to melt, Christmas will be gone together. That was all one sentence. After causing mayhem in Santa's workshop and getting exiled for it, Puppy Paws, Zachary Gordon, the fun loving son of Santa Paws, stares at the icicle and states, I wish Christmas would just disappear, which causes it to crack. He finds Butterball. This movie's... Hold on. I'm sorry. I know you're doing a speed run, but like... boy, Speed you know, run any percent. Santa Buddies. Like, boy, people just don't believe in Christmas anymore. What What do you mean? That's, Say what you mean. Do you mean that people don't believe in Jesus anymore? That's classic fucking war on Christmas shit. That's what where I'm it's saying. Like, we're not... Because it's like, Santa, you're fucking in the mix. Who are, who are these toys for, dipshit? <laughs> I'm saying, dude, like, say what you fucking mean, man. If you want to do, like, hey, VeggieTales, are you about talking vegetables or are you about the crucifixion? Just get... Let's get to it, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't fucking tr- don't try to trick me. Mm-mm. People just don't believe in Christmas anymore. He finds Butterball on Santa's naughty list for eating the Thanksgiving turkey, and he figures he's just the dog to show him how to be an ordinary puppy. Meanwhile, the Christmas icicle makes a big crack. <laughs> He shuts off the power at the North Pole and makes the reindeer weak and powerless. It cucks, cucks the, the reindeer. reindeer. <laughs> I think it's fun how we can still. There's so much to draw from this article the, year after year. Yes, yes, right. It's the yeah the gift that keeps on giving. Butterball and the other buddies, also lacking in Christmas spirit, believe that their father is Santa Paws in disguise. I I've seen this movie so many times. I read this article so many times. I still don't know what that means. They're incongruous. I don't. The article does not match up with the movie. <laughs> like they're like fleshing out detail. They're like doing like like yeah yeah expanded Ex- universe mm-hmm. content. <laughs> in the deleted scenes, right, you- right. 
Uh, and the naughty list is a way to scare them to behave. However, Sniffer, Tim Conway, replies that Christmas is about giving and a holiday they must learn to expe- respect. Sniffer's a skunk? Or he's a, he's a bloodhound? He's I a bloodhound. He a, a sheriff. A bloodhound, yeah. Okay. All Conways are bastards. <laughs> Puppy Paws makes it to Fernfield, Washington, to find Butterball in his home. Butterball introduces Puppy Paws to his brothers and sister. The North Pole Puppy ends up being a... Wait. The North Pole puppy ends up being a nuisance to each of the buddies. True. Butterball is framed for eating the shortbread cookies as he tries to get back on the nice list. I don't think, thinking back on the movies, I don't think those are shortbread cookies. I don't remember shortbread cookies. They feel iced to me, which you could ice a shortbread cookie. I know. Um, B-Dog gets beaten at breakdancing by Puppy Paws, who even accidentally breaks a vase. (laughs) Puppy Paws, unaware not to do so, shakes dirt out of his fur in the living room after Mud Bud gives him lessons on how to roll in the dirt. I'm so glad that year after year the article remains in its pristine condition, yeah. the way it existed in 2013. Mud Bud gives him lessons on how to roll in the dirt, creating holiday shapes of the dirt spots, which results in Mud Bud being put in a cover-up coat for the rest of the day. Rose Bud. No, stop. Uh, wait, you, okay. at the end of a sentence or just right there? <laughs> stop at the end of this, the thought. Uh, if you Can you read that portion again for me one more time about the holiday shapes and all that? Puppy Paws, unaware not to do so, shakes dirt out of his fur in the living room after Mud Bud gives him lessons on how to roll in the dirt, creating holiday shapes of the dirt spots, which results in Mud Bud being put in a cover-up coat for the rest of the day. If you haven't seen the movie, do you even know what the fuck you just said? Absolutely not. It makes no sense, right? Rosebud gets an extreme Christmas makeover. That's fine. And Buddha's meditation statue is turned into a snowman as Puppy Paws explains that the snowman is what the citizens of the North Pole meditate in front of. Okay, great. How is he bothering those two, though? <clears throat> Doesn't something about them at all. No. Do you think I could read that whole sentence in one breath? That was all one sentence? Yeah, pull, pull a, a pet detective for me. <laughs> The North Pole puppy ends up being a nuisance to each of the buddies. Butterball is framed for eating the shortbread cookies as he tries to get back on the nice list. B-Dog gets beaten at breakdancing by Puppy Paws, who even accidentally breaks a vase. Puppy Paws, unaware not to do so, shakes dirt out of his fur in the living room after Mudbud gives him lessons on how to roll in the dirt, creating holiday shapes of the dirt spots, which result in Mudbud being put in a cover-up coat for the rest of the day. Rosebud gets an extreme Christmas makeover, and Buddha's meditation statue is turned into a snowman as Puppy Paws explains that the snowman is what's in the North Pole. Meditate in front of... Man, you're good. <laughs> Fed up with Puppy Paws antics The buddies lose their patience And eject him from their house But they learn that Puppy Paws isn't hurting them As they are hurting themselves oh. And decide to treat him with compassion What a lesson Puppy Paws gets taken away by a dog catcher Cruz. Stan Cridge yeah. Who takes him to the pound They are puppy- in the pound town <laughs> There, Puppy Paws meets a puppy named Tiny Oh, the mm. saddest dog in the world By Caitlin Mar. Mar- who plays the little orphan girl in, in Orphan Black. Yep. <laughs> who, who is wishing for a Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle. miracle. And sings a song about miracles, which teaches Puppy Paws about the true meaning of Christmas. Mm. Miracles. Yeah. The buddies, along with an elf dog named Eddie, Richard Kind. Oh, that's right. Come to the rescue. Eddie tells Scrooge that he knows the dog catcher always wanted a puppy for Christmas, but his mother was allergic to dogs and never got one, which made Scrooge hate Christmas and become a dog catcher. With help from an elf named Eli, 
Danny Woodburn. Yep. Christmas spirit returns. The Christmas icicle stops melting and the north. Do you think? So it stops melting, but it did get smaller. Do you think they have to like hose it down to get it bigger <laughs> again? Just, yeah. How do we get the icicle bigger? Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, and the North Pole is back in business. Puppy yeah. Paws and the Buddies make it to the North Pole. The reindeer are unable to fly and Puppy Paws and the Buddies volunteer to save Christmas with their uncanny abilities. Uncanine abilities. The Buddies remembered what Shasta taught them. <laughs> <laughs> Like I didn't want to mention Shasta at the top, but I had to. You can't not. What? Who is Shasta? We'll never. We will never know. That that is. It could be a computer AI program for all I know. That. Th- yeah. Stands for like Santa's helper, and Santa taught about. <laughs> that does. Now in the the parenthetical statement the buddies remembered what Shasta taught them is an article it's a link the to whole, an article yeah that whole phrase i feel like it's just a shame we can never click it i assume it's another movie is that because we've not met shasta no ever. maybe no. that's the movie we watched this year i okay so maybe we'll see where that we'll link rem- leads to and then we can remember what shasta taught them okay and that's maybe that's what we'll, or, we'll leave on everyone's christmas trees or do we do we mention that to us <laughs> If if you want to work work every year we, oh god yeah on on the uh, on the Patreon if you go to patreon.com slash arcade audio we do a little audio commentary for a for a different Airbud buddy but a different buddies movie sometimes the same one yeah sometimes it's the same one that's but it doesn't really matter the, the commentary is different maybe um, <laughs> hard to say so yeah maybe this one would be is this a Thanksgiving one maybe I mean I can I can hover and tell you what it's about oh it'll tell you it'll like mm-hmm. tell you the the where where it links to snow buddies we've seen snow buddies i don't know who shasta is we haven't seen snow buddies we haven't <laughs> okay then we'll watch do you it. remember shasta <laughs> i sure don't okay so maybe that's what we'll watch so so yeah check check on the patreon uh either on on christmas or maybe a little maybe christmas eve christmas yeah. eve or christmas yeah. we'll drop a little present for you and then you can watch whatever movie it is with your family and listen to our commentary along with it <laughs> your future former family a changed Mr. Crooge brings Tiny over to the child who has been asking for a puppy as a Christmas present. Uh, Tiny says her goodbyes to the buddies and puppy paws. After their last delivery, Santa Claus and Santa Paws arrive in Fernfield. Santa puts the buddies, including Butterball, on top of the nice list. Puppy paws becomes part of Santa's family, and the buddies bid him farewell. Mr. Crooge is invited to dinner with Tiny's new family. The movie ends with the entire town, including the buddies. And Deputy Sniffer, led by Mr. Crooge, singing Silent Night <laughs> in front of Fernfield's Christmas tree. That's really nice. God bless. God blesses everyone. Now, we I feel like we keep saying, hey, we because sh- there's sequels. Right. So there's the prequel, The Search for Santa Paws, which we did watch. That's the one with the, the wretched Santa. Oh, the wretched yes. melting Santa. <laughs> He's awful. Yeah. Madame Tussauds <laughs> dummy who escaped. Um, but there's Spooky Buddies, which we should remember to watch oh, for Halloween we, next yeah. year. I don't have to watch that. Um, and Treasure Buddies. Treasure Buddies. Indiana Jones like movie. That sounds fun. I, I just watched um Muppet's Christmas Carol. It's kind of spooky. Well, sure, it's all about ghosts. Yeah, yeah. And then what's his name? Michael Caine is just in it acting. <laughs> He's just really acting. 
And that's what I would wish that these buddies movies had was just like one. I mean, George went kind of whatever, but like Christopher Lloyd. Of course, you're right. Yes, Christopher Lloyd is the Michael Caine of of this movie. He really is. I might say Christopher Lloyd is the Michael Caine of America. I mean, I'd be wrong, but I could say it. He he plays Albert in Batman. <laughs> is, is he still around acting? Uh, is he is he still around? I yeah, I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to get I'd love to get him to sign a copy of my my Santa Buddies movie. Could you imagine if he was like a CTV two doing like yeah signing like you know, DeLoreans, DeLoreans, yeah exactly right yeah and then we come up with the Santa buddies. We we come up with an all uh, majestic all white Great Pyrenees for him to sign. <laughs> um, well, I I hope everyone has a happy uh, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a happy uh, Santa buddies day. Yeah, what's, yeah, what's, SBD, SBD, happy happy SBD. Um, and keep keep the Christ in Santa buddies. You know, I hope we can all do that. It's it's too much to think about, but they they do sing Silent Night, but there's also magic dogs. So that means that like whether or not Jesus is real Mm -hmm. in the world of Santa buddies, people think he is when there are magic dogs that they could be like worshiping. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like there's. There's irrefutable proof of magic dogs. Do people know about the magic dogs? Where are the presents coming from? <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> um, anyway, here's the Sonic 2 trailer. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.